it's Matthew from a year from now. Um, this is an independent podcast. Oh, the cat's rubbing her head against the microphone. I don't think you can hear it. Let's see if I can do it. So cute. This is an independent podcast. Please support us on Patreon. Or if you'd like to make a one-time donation, you can do that. Both the links are in the show notes. The music used in this episode are made by Musical Corpses, a a musical collaboration game that I take part in. Links to that in the show notes as well. You can watch the whole process. We make a song in about an hour. Very cool stuff. Okay, now let's go to the episode. This is me and my friend Abu. Mighty Mambo Mabu, we call ourselves. We're basically a fake band, but it's fun. Abu is an eccentric character, and essentially he was running out of money. It looks like at the end of this year you might be running out. Will Abu, the eccentric, possibly bipolar person, become homeless? Uh... (laughs) So that possibility does exist. There are multiple reasons why he's running out of money. One of the more immediate was a bike injury. Also, he's unemployed, so it makes it harder for him to get a job. But I think his barriers Hmm. are a little bit deeper. Yeah. A year from now, what what conversation? Are we going to have a sad conversation about, like, I completely ran out of money? And I think it'll be a story of trying to find my purpose and meaning. Keep in mind, at this time, Abu said he had about $6,000. That's just enough money to get by for a year if he's incredibly frugal. And um, So this is part of the healing journey. The healing journey is not just the body. It's appreciating all the people. That- <laughs> I'm laughing because this is classic Abu, kind of vague, uh, aspirational word. I'm optimistic. And ideas. I just need inspiration, I guess. That doesn't provide value where, where it needs to be. Uh, the challenge is, and this is a challenge for me at any given point of time. Ever since I've known Abu, he's felt like he's on the verge of doing something big, something great. In 2018, Abu moved in with me. He had had a decently paying job, so he had some savings to live off of. So he was looking for kind of like the perfect opportunity. Finding that good fit. We say finding that good fit is anytime. Yeah. You've been trying to find that good fit ever since I've known you. <laughs> I'm a little bit snarky to Boo sometimes. And I don't defend that. He kind of opens himself up to a certain kind of bullying. And unfortunately, I'm not the first to um, kind of poke at him, which I regret. And you'll learn about later. But until then, what you need to know about Abu is he's a dreamer. He's always almost there. Just one little click switch and things can fall into place. He really wants to affect big community change, be a community organizer, invent an app that, you know, he's got all these ideas. He's got his sights set high. How high? Well, this surprised even me. In one year from now, I would actually be probably running for mayor. Whoa, that's a jump, my friend. I know, I know. That's the whole point. That's why I'm like, that's why it would be exactly the time of like, like right now. Abu had ran for city council 
previously. How many votes did you get? 504 votes. And I don't know if that makes running for mayor make more or less sense. So best case scenario, my friend is mayor of St. Paul. Okay, let's do worst case scenario a year from now. Um, I have no idea. Worst case scenario is some some girl breaks my heart or some shit like that. Um, some emotional spiral. <laughs> I, I just think it's funny that your your worst case scenario, a dude who's staring down, uh, <laughs> ar- ar- your arm could not recover well. Remember that he's recently hurt his arm, had to have surgery. Right, uh, your medical bills could send you and your family into debt. You could. Run out of money, get evicted, be living on the street, lose your car, be actually... <laughs> Boo isn't worried about the worst case scenario because his mind is kind of like a movie. Struggle means something great is about to happen. It's a mentality I think most people have to some degree. A Boo, however, is not like most people. He used to have manic episodes, bipolar 2 style events. Now he mostly just has some mystic, magical thinking. Like you were, felt like you were God. Was that that time or was that a different time? Not, you probably thought my, the I mean, cosmic, the cosmic. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> bring that up again. Uh, like, I love sorry. Cosmic Mojo. <laughs> I don't want to bring that up again. But like, Cosmic <laughs> Mojo. Abu came up with this. It's kind of like a normal thing will happen, like losing your keys but he'll imbue it with a certain kind of mystic power, like the universe is trying to guide him in a certain way. One of the big arguments we had was about when he lost his keys when he was volunteering at the library. He was certain he would have noticed if he would have dropped them. At the same time, keys make rattle noises, whatever sort of thing. If it like, falls down, right. you would recognize it. And also, there's a lot of kids everywhere, so they would easily notice it or say something. It has it. to be physically there. Because at the same time, at the same day, I saw someone who was a shaman. But this isn't the regular everyday Abu. This is like, we're making this a bigger deal than it really is. Well, so I just want to know. We move on. <laughs> the everyday Abu has a very normal problem, though. He can't seem to settle on anything specific. He wants to be a community organizer, but can't land on anything lasting because he's always in his head, second guessing it. I have to make a choice, like, to get work or not, right? Am I committed to the work that I'm doing? How how far am I committed to do this? And that's where... Uh, yeah, it- well, I mean, that's that's the Matt Abu debate of going on, like, three or four years at this point, where you think there's some special work you need to do. <laughs> and I think, like, screw you, Abu, just, like, do anything that's not destructive. Well, uh, there's a discovery process. You always learn. <laughs> no, I'd say fuck that discovery process. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you've always had that thing where you've always turned down certain jobs because you wanted to be able to do more. You know what you like, what you don't like. And if you're going to say, oh, you should do this even though you don't like this, right? I, I experienced depression, I experienced excess, like, so this is where I, I should know more about myself to see what's a good fit or not. And the worst thing to do is go to something you hate already, right? That's a different issue than what I was saying. He's scared of the opportunity cost. Like knowing your limits is different from turning down 
Well, me getting a job means me spending that time, right? Keep in mind, I just want Abu to be able to get a job so he doesn't run out of money. He's concerned with bigger things. The time is finite, right? That time could be spent on doing directly, uh, more direct uh, relations with... But uh, ironically, I think that keeps you from actually doing that stuff, though. Curious about this, right? Is what do you think is wrong? And I think when you say that what is wrong, right? Is it's just kind of like always living in this daydream, always thinking about these abstract things. In our conversation, you use a lot of words like planning, long-term goals, and if you live in that headspace, that's not good. And I think that's something. Uh, original. Is that bad though? Like that, that's oh yeah, like, it's, it's awful. Like... <laughs> it, it, it's debilitating. Let's do some biography. Give you a better um, understanding of who Abu is. He moved to Minnesota and lived with me for a couple years. And then years later, I moved to New York City, where he's from, and met up with him in Queens, pretty close to where he grew up. Did you come over as a baby? You... Yeah, so I... So you were born in Bangladesh? And... Yeah. Well, I immigrated. My family immigrated when I was uh, two years old. And, uh, how many people were in your apartment? Seven. Yeah, so you had seven people in, in, in the house. Was, was it pretty crowded? Uh, yeah, so there was uh, four brothers laying in, <laughs> sleeping in the same bed. Yeah, it sucked. I can't move left or right because my brothers would, you know, like push me around. So, like, it was like a fighting for sleeping space. So, if you, I don't think many people can imagine that actually, where you can get violent and stuff of, you know. Abu was quite different. Um, he stuck out. So I think I developed slower. I had difficulty salivating, controlling my salivation when uh, sleeping. And when he lived with me, he, you know, he was just strange. He would walk around with shampoo in his hair. He would uh, close the bathroom door when he wasn't in it. So it looked like someone was in it and it would like confuse me. <laughs> just kind of odd things like that. Things you could bully a person for. And he was even by his parents. They used to call me retard explicitly all the time, even as an adult, even if when I was, you know, got a scholarship, fellowship for UC Berkeley, the same thing. They always treated me that way. You know, it hits your ego and everything consistently all the time. And and it was a very, uh, yeah, it's, sorry, like, yeah, it it felt awful going back home every time for college. So, like, I would have stayed, and this is where I tell a lot of people, like, it's very important to leave the house. If you're in a very toxic environment, then then you then you sort of stay in, uh, in that sort of space. Mm-hmm. So you can't see yourself outside of it. Yeah, yeah. So that's a boo. His history, my history with him. Time machine. Take us about a year into the future. The audience doesn't know this, like I'm tearing up because like, it's... I think they can tell. (laughs) It's one of those things because like it frustrates me. It frustrates me and this is why I want to do this community work. Because there's people out there that, there's kids and teenagers and stuff that, you know, they they need that love and stuff. So. 
Apu, where will he be a year from now? Will he be homeless? Because he runs out of money and he can't get a job. Or will he be the mayor of St. Paul? I'm thinking somewhere in between. A year and a half later, I met up with Abu for a follow-up interview. Not to insult you too much, but I don't think too many people will be surprised that that Abu didn't get elected mayor. So there was no delusion that I was going to win. So like, I, I didn't have any of that. But uh, spreading oh, yeah, a bit of that when we talked, you were like, "Things can happen," <laughs> and I was like, "Abu, who are friends and stuff?" Tell like, me. <laughs> on a walk when I was visiting Minnesota, Abu told me, "If it happens, it happens." It's kind of like this. It's like not to say the Iron Drago, right? Like if he dies, he dies, right? Type of thing, right? If it happens, it happens. If the circumstances says yes, then it happens. Part of him believed he just might be mayor. And the strange thing is, is that part I think is bigger than the part where he thought he might be homeless. The first time that I came to you for a year from now, I was nervous that you'd run out of money and like be living in your car. Mm -hmm. Um, The year went on, you got a part-time job, but you didn't get full-time job, but money is not a problem. (laughs) This was surprising. Can you tell everyone what happened? I I was invested in crypto. This follow-up was before the crypto crash. Mm. So how much did you put into crypto? Originally I put a thousand dollars in ether. Uh-huh. And how much money did you have when you put a thousand dollars in? Uh approximately six thousand or something like that. Oh my god, I could have screamed in that moment. He's talking about this was after he had just we had talked just like a little bit before about him maybe running out of money and like maybe he shouldn't be spending his time trying to become mayor or whatever. And he took one sixth of his money <laughs> and he put it into crypto. <laughs> Me on piano, Abu dancing. So from there, within two or three days, it turned to like it increased by 50% of value, which is rare, by the way. It's not like very common for that to occur and I'm just like holy shit that's like my entire like rent right there sinking his money into crypto made me angry more angry it worked what's your current uh, crypto worth or like I would probably say around f- like 40 to 50,000 uh, the the part that's kind of dangerous with the crypto space is uh, you have to make sure it reaches to a place where you can cash out if you don't then it's the you know, monopoly money. But uh, also the other risk is if the market crash, then I'm in deep too. <laughs> so <laughs> You know what happened. It crashed. Yeah. But in that moment, he was riding high. A year from now, a couple years ago, uh, you're, doing, you're doing just fine. Um, you're not, uh, you have money, you have housing. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Finally. You proved me wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's going to it, you know, morph and switch and crash, uh, but probably not too soon. That Super Bowl bump probably. I won't. checked in with the boo later to see how hurt he got from the crypto crash. Are you okay talking about it? Uh, I didn't do too well from the that collapse thing. I'm, I'm not like broke, broke. 
there was a time where it was worth a lot, whatever. Uh, it's a hubris. It's Icarus flying to the sun. Abu, in the past couple of years, lost another election. His crypto crash. He dislocated his arm, had to get a bunch of surgery. He hurt it again. All of this would have crushed a normal person. But so uh, during New Year's time, I made a decision that uh, I want to pursue my dream. You've been pursuing your dream. Well, <laughs> be serious about it. it so when like we say serious about you're it, doing so, so, the exact same thing that you've been doing for the past three years. Uh, do you do you think it's I'm a not sure what dream he's even pursuing. I think it's a moving target. He came up with like this app. Even if it's successful, I don't think it'll hit that target. There'll always will be something else. And that's a problem many of us have, almost all of us. A, a kind of ideal or goal that's unrealizable. But mostly if I'm honest, I just want to be able to hang out with the boo and just kind of... <laughs> that's why I find annoying. Like My favorite moments with you is when... I was asking you about your favorite fruit and we were talking about like kiwis and like oranges and it was like great because like those are real things and this like community engagement need to get out talk to people be in the community help i'm projecting out. of course but i would like it if abu was able to find some quiet in his head Woo! that's not quiet <laughs> but it might serve the same point. A moment, bliss, joy, distraction is a base way of thinking of it. <laughs> These fucking nutcases. Um, life is short and hard for many people. Mabu and I won't be able to fix our mental patterns that aren't serving us easily. But there are pockets, pockets of joy and friendship, I suppose. I didn't answer the main question, did I? Is Abu homeless now? No, he's not. Abu is not broke. He didn't want to tell me how much money he has, because he and a business partner are developing an app and have gotten some attention for it from a grant program that provides seed funding to small businesses. I have my doubts about the product, but I'm fine with being proved wrong. Abu is going for it, which means he's still dreaming. He's still got his head in the clouds. And I suppose that's not the worst thing in the world, is it? A Year From Now is produced and made by me, Matthew Schneeman. Music used is by Musical Corpses, though not in this episode, but in all the other episodes. It's donation-based. Uh, hit us up if you can. Uh, link in show notes. We have one more episode left of the Neuron Suite, and after that, I don't know when we're going to make more. So if you care, hit us up, let me know, reach out, and hopefully we can make more episodes. That's it. I'll see you next year.